1: We didn't see you there, but we're the Jellical chunks, and we hope that you're a Jellical <laughs> listener. And we're gonna do our Jellical thing, and that's how it's gonna go today.
0: <laughs> I love that energy. That's great. That's great podcast energy. You're bringing. I could
1: not. I could not muster the enthusiasm to make it through all of that. I am really, really upset that I had to watch this movie. <laughs> uh, i in the medical community. You know, we don't use. I say we, like I'm a doctor in the medical community. They don't use words like hurt or pain. They'll just kind of use a general term like distress. D-
0: discomfort. This movie, yeah.
1: this movie caused my body so yeah. much distress and discomfort yep. in yeah. its yep. brain and in its heart and in its eyes. It was rough guys.
0: Yeah. And you know, what's even yep. rougher is that everybody's intro is so
1: confused yeah. because they no. have no idea who we are. It is this intro. Well, I'm Jellicle Doge. I don't do a quote. I go first. Okay, my quote is Jellicle. It said like 150 times in this movie. I'm Jellicle Doge,
0: and is I'm it your me next. Is it me next? I don't remember, dude. Do I'm I uh... Jellicle Jordan? <laughs> and oh well. Never was there ever a clever like cartamajelical chunkalies magical chunkalies that's me magelical chunkalies <laughs> that's what you just said there's magical chunkalies and medical chunkalies and apolatical chunkalies <laughs> and chunkaley lunkalies dude oh my god what you just said made equivalent sense to me, as did any song from this movie. Can we collectively talk about what we're talking about? Do we announce yeah. it? Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that. This one's cats. It's cats. <laughs> we usually it's say cats. it together. Give me, give me a synopsis so I can just dive. So so that I, much like Usher, Usher I'm about to dive in and I need a synopsis in which to do so. You guys remember,
1: if I had to just poll you, do a quick straw poll, who's the most famous Roman emperor? Mm, Caesar. I'm going to go
0: with Julius Caesar.
1: Caesar. Caesar, right. What if I told you that there was an IMDB user who took everything you loved about Caesar, but improved on everything you hated about Caesar? What would he you is, say? Would you be excited? He is the ultimate Caesar. Sounds this like- week's synopsis comes from IMDb user Caesar 2.
0: <gasps> the Reckoning. The, the sequel. sequel. to
1: Caesar. Improved everything you hated about the first one, kept everything that made you love him.
0: Et- Caesar 2, Caesar 2.
1: <laughs> Caesar 2, the squeakle, writes, A tribe of cats called the Jellicles must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavyside lair and come back to a new Jellicle life and I'm worried that as you're listening, you've heard me say a bunch of made-up words that don't mean anything, and I just want to reassure you that that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, I think we need to take that that level of extra care with this episode, just knowing just for sure that no one listening has watched this, because nobody would willingly subject themselves to this. There is
1: so much in our world that is uncertain right now. There's just not a lot of certainty, and the last thing we want to do is be a misinformation podcast saying a bunch of words that you think you're supposed to know, but you don't. 90% of the words we're going to say on this episode are completely made up and mean nothing.
0: Did y'all look up... Y'all looked up Jellicle? What a Jellicle cat was? So that is ripped from the T.S. Eliot poem, right? Yes. World universe-renowned poet uh, that That this has come from. Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. So I think what I need to say to preface is most of what I will be dumping on is... (laughs) The movie itself. I think there's a lot of conversation to be had about movies in general that are adaptations of musicals. But again, we get okay. to say, what? but wait, this is the same director that did Les Mis that won Oscars. That is correct, my friends. <laughs> this there's is
1: the lo- director of The King's Speech. This, this is the play? playwright of The Phantom of the Opera.
0: Yes, Andrew Lloyd yeah, Webber. That's true. That's and also so, true. I mean, it's uh, like everybody's got a turd they just crank out every now and again. And let's, I, I think we should also preface with though the three of us hosts are, and we're not trying to flex, but we do have a lot of Patreon money. We are uh, <laughs> season ticket holders of Dallas Summer Musicals. That's hear true. us now. If you love cats, I wonder if you've seen the movie. I want to say to you that we love musicals. There's even some much. special Thank stuff for you Patreon listeners to know. We're cooking up some stuff for this year that will show that. So please don't take any of our bad feedback as like, we don't understand why people are singing the whole time. We genuinely love it. We have even <laughs> written several together. That's how much that's we true. love. That's true. So, um, but this sucks. Yeah, so, this bad. sucks so, so bad. This sucks so bad. So bad. So that's the thing. I think that's, I think that's good, Carter. The, All of us here involved at Two Chunks and a Hunk are actually musicians. That's real. Um, We do all love musicals. We do all love music. And we all, I assume, hated this experience. And it's not because we don't know good music. And I'm sure the actual stage musical, something about it has to be redeeming because it's been long running for so long and like kicked off the big Broadway boom.
1: Yeah, that, 1981.
0: So something something I redeeming think, has to be there. I think what happened dude, was dude.
1: they did the first premiere of Cats and they're like the new musical from the celebrated playwright of The Phantom of the Opera. Remember the one you loved? He's no, he back Cats with another first. One. Whatever happened, I think that they did the performance of this and nobody got it, but nobody wanted to tell anybody else they didn't get it. And it's this weird thing where now they can't, nobody can admit, hey, I didn't actually get that and it was the never- The joke is I, too
0: deep. Exactly. Can I tell you something that had happened simply by chance during this process? And there are going to be so many yeah, parallels I that more. I have discovered and the, the, those that we get to discover together. So I have a poster in my house- That is this wonderful thing that my mother-in-law, Vicky, gave me for Christmas several years ago that is a scratch-off of the top 100. I think it's like AFI's top 100 movies. One of the movies I had not scratched off yet was The Shining. I watched The Shining and Cats back-to-back. Cats first and then The Shining. Um, My dreams have also been about a 50-50 and none of it's good. So, But The Shining... (laughs) <laughs> is also a movie to me that people, it is like very, well, it's not a movie. So I'm, I'm I'm talking about catch the musical, not the movie, but shining as a movie is something from, uh, Stanley Kubrick, who is just, you know, uh, clockwork, orange, 2001 yes. space odyssey, all this stuff that's so far out there. That's one of those that at the end, it feels cool to say that you like the shining it's on the poster, right? It's the top 100 movies. Sure. Uh, and sure. it's, it's on there for a lot of reasons. Uh, Stephen King would even say, Hey, this is awful. Like he he still to this day has said like, <laughs> this is a pretty car with a bad engine because it, it doesn't have much to do with the actual book that he wrote. Cats is almost a word for word of the musical itself. And so my number one issue, can I super dump? Is it okay to super dump this early? I'd love that. I'd love Absolutely. that. Yeah. My super dump is this movie. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> My super dump is that this is a movie. This uh this should not have been a movie. I think the timing is awful. I think cats yes. had oh yes, cats had worn off so bad. I I don't even know if it's meant to make money through a streaming platform. I'm sure it is, but I guarantee you Hamilton the musical, where they're just gonna film it live, which is brilliant, will be far more successful than Cats the Movie, oh which costs gosh. ninety-five million dollars. You
1: tricked me into it. You put the catnip down. I have to go eat it. My super dump is that this is a produced movie and not a filmed version of the stage cast because the CG is the worst I've
0: ever seen in a movie. Here's the yeah. thing. like the, the, actors, really bad. the actors have at least shown themselves capable of singing. Yes just put them in the costumes that made this kind of thing famous much of exactly. the much of the media around cats being such a big deal is how every single cast member was the whole like we spent 4 hours in makeup like it it's like it's it blows you away because it's completely different and it's completely saturated with being another world why did we decide to spend so much time making sure that these people who were famous for something completely different Worked really hard on being a cat, like being able to move right. like one. Did you see that 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 mm-hmm. Amblin,
1: which is Steven Spielberg's production company that he founded, uh, they were going to make this a traditionally animated film. Yeah. That and,
0: is the correct answer. That until is what Tom Hooper came on
1: until Tom Hooper came on. He was like, "No, we're going to do it just like Avatar." Yeah. Oh. Okay. Tom. Whatever you say. King's Speech? Yeah, sure. We'll do it. Whatever you say.
0: Yeah. it should not have the, been a yeah. traditionally animated movie. It's not the kind of content that lends itself to being groundbreaking in the movie business. You have okay, to have somebody at least get some kind of plot. I don't even want to I don't even want to give this the credit to say that this should have been a traditionally animated movie. This should not have existed at all. Period. That's my no. final answer on that. No. And Carter, I want to push back a little on something you said that the actors proved that they could at least sing a little bit. I thought the singing was incredibly weak pretty much top to bottom in this whole movie.
1: I thought the singing from the famous people was not good. Like for example, Rebel Wilson did a bad job. Sure, I don't yeah. like Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. I don't ever want to hear anything. Almost that always. I'm so sorry. James Corden yeah. did not do a great job. He's top uh, th- build. Isn't that wild? Uh, but I think like the the main the main two boy cats who I don't know their names and they're just a made up combination of vowels and consonants right. so I'm not right. even going to try to learn them the magic cat and the plain cat the two boys I yeah. thought they were pretty good singers yeah they, were, they were Tinky, pretty
0: good. Win- Tinky Wink Tinky Wink Tink Winkler I can't remember yeah his name's T- his name's Tink Winkler no it's not I made that up <laughs> yes. but you almost me. Um, I I, Victoria, I did believe me I thought Victoria I thought Victoria was not particularly great singing she was a very good dancer she's a ballet dancer yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that role in
1: the stage production is played
0: by a ballerina. I thought for Jordan, and this is, this is, I'm nervous about posting up this particular opinion. They made me bored to tears while Jennifer Hudson was singing a ballad. Yes. Jennifer Hudson sang a ballad and I was like, next move on. I'm over it. I'm so over it. It's so boring. I don't know how they did that. I don't know how they made Jennifer Hudson singing anything boring, but I, I was just in shock. It, so are y'all, were y'all familiar with Cats, the musical, how much familiar with that were you before you saw the movie? Memory. Zero. My wife went to see it this December. I know the song Memory. Yeah. So, and I do too. And- I was actually,
1: I take that back. I'm familiar with it through Jess going to see it. And I'm also familiar with it through the episode on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt about it, where they reveal that Cats is made up and there are no actors and there is no <laughs> script. And they just show up and make their own costumes and do whatever. And people clap and go, yay,
0: Cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Um, I, So Jennifer Hudson is actually my super pump. And that shouldn't seem too egregious to you. Because sure. I can't wait to hear what yours is, if it's not that. Because that's probably more egregious than saying the best vocalist in there was the best part of the movie. But sure, I think she actually did a really good job of memories. But I would tell you, in my in my watching experience, I think I was uh I am a, a massive optimist, right? And so sure. I'm looking to the present, past, and future to find what are the best parts of this. Let's bring it together and celebrate those. Uh, I can't say that my love for Jennifer Hudson in this movie was 100% her performance of Memories and Cats. Perhaps it was looking ahead to uh, something that I haven't seen yet, but the fact that she's going to play Aretha Franklin in a biopic, uh, right. what, she, what she did yeah. in Dreamgirls, and kind of collecting all oh, of this stuff and saying- Jennifer like, Hudson is spectacular, which is why I was so disappointed. Right. <laughs> Right. So that's why in all, in all of that, I was like, okay, this, this is the part that actually felt like feelings I sometimes get in a musical, but that's what stinks about this. Like Les Mis is somewhat of an epic story that has a lot of fun little side, like love stories and a revolution and things like that. The characters matter and it lent its, but this is the same director that decided, you know what? Why don't we do at least a little bit of what makes this an impressive musical? Let's just film you singing live and record that, which is what he did with these actors, right? He like actually films them singing. So why on earth did he decide to not do that here and just make a completely different kind of movie? It blew my mind. I don't know
1: because the thing with cats like it's the spectacle of it right so like why why are we now removing these performances from these artists like i I would the the one who played what's the main cat victoria the one who played her that actress she's a ballerina and so like why on earth did we mocap her and make her pilot this CG cat puppet. Right. Why don't we put her in in like great costuming and film her doing what
0: she does? Let her dance.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Let
0: Victoria dance. And I always say that. I've always said that. But let Victoria dance. So my, okay, my, my super dump is, um, my super dump is that none of the characters matter. I didn't care about anything that happened to anybody because I was never at any point given any reason to. So you're um, super dumping, and that's fine because we we can often like we do get to and and the reason I'm bringing this up about cats is because it is just bringing this all to light. But a lot of the times when we're talking about movies, we do discuss its original content, like it's it's sure. uh, whether it's adapted uh, or if it's uh, like an original screenplay. Are you super dumping the story that existed before the movie existed? I have never that's seen okay. the stage play, so I, d- I don't know what the differences are. My only thing that I am super dumping is no character was explained or given any purpose whatsoever. I don't understand why everybody hated, uh, what's his face, McCavity, other than that he was cat Satan and took people to a barge in hell. I yeah, don't was understand. He the devil? I guess I don't know, but why that's could what he I'm teleport? saying. That's what I'm saying. He's the big bad, but why though? What did he do besides teleport people to different places? And yeah, want he wants a, you know, hot you know air he wants to, to be heaven. he wants to be uh, recreated, and so maybe there's some depth there. You know, maybe he doesn't like his life as Satan. But they, you know, they maybe he wants want to be. Uh, they are literally all trying to do that. Maybe he wants to be an angel too. Well, why can't bad people be like that? Why can't bad cats want to be different? There I it guess is. that's Old fair. Deuteronomy exists to make that decision. My super pump was almost the ridiculous fact that. In order to award Jennifer Hudson for singing so well, they killed her by burning her in a chandelier (laughs) in sunlight. Like, it seems like such a leading lambs to slaughter kind of thing. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you did it! And it's like, we all know she's gonna die, right? Like of starvation. I'm having trouble even thinking like even formulating real sentences about this movie because of things like what you just said where it's like that's it that's what happened like that's what yeah. happened yeah like that's this movie yeah. that did happen um and it's just it's it's irresponsible that this exists it's um It's just plain wrong. And the whole time I was watching it, I was skeeved out by cats wearing human shoes with human hands and Marvel floating head syndrome all over the place. Oh, I did not care for that. No way. It is cats to me. And listen, while I am a uh, Silver Spoon Dallas Summer Musical season ticket holder, (laughs) I don't know every musical, but cats seems to me the most like Cirque du Soleil. Would you make exactly. a movie and cast famous people in a Cirque du Soleil in movie Cirque production? Soleil. No. Would the you point cast is James go- Corden in Cirque yeah. du Soleil. Why don't you right. go to Vegas and watch these amazing, talented artists do what they do best? So this. that's so, the thing I read about this movie, Carter. To your point, is that the the stage production is designed to where the cats are aware that there's a human audience watching, and yes. kind of gear the performances towards like. A showcase. It's like a showcase so so they can get let into the hot air balloon to go be reincarnated. But rather than breaking that fourth wall in this movie, they make it to where Victoria is the new cat who doesn't know anything. And that's why they're explaining everything. Not to us, so we're caught up, but to Victoria because she's new in town. But Victoria being new in town doesn't matter at all all there is no significance right. to her being the the muse through which this story is told no as 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 like maybe the only thing is that oh she recognizes that Jennifer Hudson is neglected why is everybody picking on her but it, even that is so silly like okay. that's not Sure. Well, it's because so the problem underbaked. the problem becomes when you use a, a character on screen as the analog for us, and we're we're learning about everything going on because they're learning about everything going on. That's fine, but when they just accept everything as cool and normal about three and a half minutes into the movie, we're left in the dust while the main character moves forward and is like, "This is fine." This felt
1: like the longest movie because of that.
0: I paused the movie 35 minutes in. And before I paused it, I was like, we're probably like 20 minutes from the end. I got to go to the bathroom. And I paused it. 35 minutes into the movie. I just wasn't, I I wasn't prepared for how much time stood still while I was watching this. But uh, yeah. Do you you get what I'm saying though? Where, where, when a character is the muse for us as the audience, we, it feels like we need to be on the same page as them. And she just took off. and left me in the dust still being like, sorry, can I turn the captions on? Because I didn't understand a word of the first song. Yeah. That's what makes, I think that's something like this is what makes these blockbusted movies so offensive and so egregious is it seems like such an obvious piece to the puzzle. Like in in 47 Ronin, it was just decide what story this is. Is it the actual historical story of an early 18th century like Japanese ronin that are like, like let's go the history route or let's just be completely fantastical and go an odyssey route. Right. In this it's the, it's just the fact of why was this made? Like, why is this a movie? Like, why did you decide to do that? And that, that seems like the one piece that makes all of it offensive because if it's, if it's not a movie and you're just filming it, like what Hamilton's going to be doing in a month or so, then we don't have the character that has to be the surrogate for the narrative for us. You know, it's like, why does that even, why is that here? So maybe we can find some surrogate hope uh, down
1: in the user review section of IMDb. I I noticed we've been going for like 20 minutes. Uh, Roughly. (laughs) Yeah. And it seems like time is slowing to a cat-paced crawl. And so I was just kind of looking through the IMDb user reviews. I typically, in these blockbusted series, will read a 10-star review to kind of help us find some bright things to hang on to. Yeah. Uh, I do have IMDb- my
0: super pump locked and ready to go whenever we need that too. I feel IMDb good about that. IMDb user Tracy Shaw says,
1: I don't know why there are so many awful reviews on here. Oh my my daughter and I really enjoyed it. We've never seen the musical and it was exactly what I expected. Somehow, Tracy, I find that very hard to believe. Same. If you don't like musicals, don't go see it. Love Judy Dinch and Ian McCallan playing the old moggies." I don't know what the last sentence means.
0: I don't either. My super dump was almost that Ian McKellen made me incredibly sad to watch. (laughs) That like watching him be in this movie, like depressed me. And I was just like, buddy, you're better than this. You're Fernando Chavez on IMDb says
1: cats. It's a new delirious midnight cult classic. I couldn't (gasps) be more happy and delirious with this crazy movie. I love it so much. Four exclamation points. I grew up listening to the music. I knew all of it. I watched the play all over again. I was so thrilled to hear the music at the cinema. It sounds so great. And I actually must admit that the moral of the quote story is more deep and interesting here than in the play. The purists may hate some of the changes, but it could it be worst? It could be animated. That would be so much of a mistake, even if the animation was intended to be quality. This is a sentence that I'm about to read that is deeply puzzling. In the last 15 years, you have eaten the worst of the CGI for the sake of the fantasy in way awful movies. Don't come here and cry because of it, because the music, the actors, and the art design doesn't deserves it. The music and the sound mix is wild. It's a real pity and a stupid thing to do. To retire the film from Oscar nominations, this is real art, not that la-la crap you have been liking at all this year. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey, get that la-la crap out of here. (laughs) (laughs) This is real art. Let's take it aside. I'm sorry. I don't want to dunk on this guy. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's take it an aside and say, hey, we still, we, we live by the uh, fact that you can love what you love and we love that you love what it's you true, love. Sure, you can. That's what helped us you start can. a podcast is because we decided to start talking about things that we love. But here's another thing. Also, listener and co-hosts, let's not be discouraged by someone with such a bad opinion because <laughs> hard statistics show that a 95 million dollar movie in its first weekend made 6 million dollars so oh. the majority Oof. of the nation and then later the world agrees with dude with us that this this shouldn't have this shouldn't dude. have happened <laughs> guys these the critic reviews are brutal
1: Oh, the Peter critic reviews are hilarious. Peter Travers of the Rolling Stones says, The Hooper, quote, Traps the actors in an airless, lifeless bubble of a film that scarcely gives them room to breathe, much less develop a character. It's- Peter De DeBruge of Variety says... Uh, that this trips up the careers of promising newcomers like ballerina Francesca Hayward, whose wide-eyed, mouth-agape Victoria displays exactly one impression for the entire movie. (laughs) One expression for the entire movie.
0: That's fair. That's
1: hilarious. Hey, I have a bright spot to bring
0: us to. Bring me something bright. Do it. I have have a super pump that I actually liked. It's not a sarcastic super pump. I The Cockroach Army. Same. No. God, no. No, I loved... (laughs) I loved the city design of the set in the first uh, opening number. Like, all the cat puns that are, were on all the signs and, like, yeah. the bars that act that looked like a fence, but when they were down at cat level, they were, like, huge and they could slip through them and all that stuff. I don't know. It, it was it gave me a weird sense of false hope right off the bat. Like, <laughs> Oh, this at, might be interesting. Yeah. At the beginning I was yeah. like, this could actually be really unique. Like them being so small and everything around them being huge, but stuff that's like yeah. familiar to look at. And like, um, I don't know, man, there were, there were just so many like funny signs and like weird, like uniquely cat related things in the city. Yeah. Um, I, it just started off so strong visually before I saw, um, sort of the creatures from beyond understanding and reality that are the main characters of this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, like other uh, than that, <clears throat> yeah, the Broadway, so on the Broadway musical, uh, this movie was also very much known for set. So just like imagine a movie that wins four Oscars and none of it is for directing and acting and screenplay, right? Like, and those movies yeah. exist. Costuming, right. set pieces, like... A lot of the times those are Suicide sci-fi, squad. or the, yes, right. or they're like Victorian or something like that. So that's kind of yeah, what sure. Cats is to musicals. And so I totally agree that early on it did look good, but like the scaling gets so off. Why are my? Mine- so yes. weird. Very much. Victoria has a ring around her wrist. Like a ring for your finger? Do you remember that? Yeah, and she's wearing it as fly. a bracelet. Yeah. So that was really yeah. interesting, and that threw me off. Mice, mice were still mouse sized to the cats, which means that in the cats' universe, mice are about the size of like, um, let's say, like a small cockroach. A particularly ambitious moth, perhaps. Yes. yes. Right. And cockroaches <laughs> were about the size of a cockroach. To a human, which means that in the cat's universe, cockroaches are to humans are like microscopic, Ooh. like unable, like ant. We size. could, I
1: mean, we could spend an entire podcast talking about all the crimes against biology that exist in the cat universe. I, I would guess. actually love
0: yeah. to do that um, in a new segment that I am dubbing uh, <laughs> science has abandoned us um, and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, half-baked but equally important I just couldn't help but notice that at one point a cat did take off his skin her skin it was her rebel. skin I'm sorry she did unzip her skin and drop it to the ground as though she was wearing an overcoat instead of skin You know what it is, though? I'd love to know
1: what it is. She's a serpent cat. She's She's a serpent cat. She was molting.
0: And I did notice how twitchy and sleepy she got when it happened. So that makes sense. That could just be Rebel Wilson's acting, though. I'm not entirely sure. Speaking Uh, of Rebel Wilson, I'd love to. She and James
1: Corden uh, made a little bit of news at the Oscars this year when they showed up on stage in their cats' costumes or in versions of their cats' costumes and dragged the VFX crew. Uh, which was a huge bummer. Uh, And obviously I do not work in the industry, but I do create videos for my job and I do spend most of my work day staring at a computer screen trying to make art. And that sucked so bad. And that made me completely out on James Corden and Rebel Wilson for the rest of their careers.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, it's funny. It's like if I contacted an artist and I was like, I'd love for you to make me a statue out of pizza, an exact replica statue of me out of pizza. And then when it shows up, I eat the pizza and I'm like, this isn't even good pizza. Yes. The question is, that's not the medium you make a statue out of. Why are you no. mad at taste bad? That, exactly. That, it is not <laughs> the VX it is not the so VFX crew's fault that this movie sucks. So incredibly the crew unique crew of a had metaphor. to metaphor. But it's perfect. Y'all know about that, yeah, right? They the VFX slept crew worked under their in overtime. Desks and worked eighty hours were
1: afraid to speak up about things. Uh, the movie came out on December 20th, and then they were still working on the movie and put out an updated version on December 22nd because the CG was still unfinished. I read that they had six months to make the two-minute trailer and had four months to finish the rest of the movie. Is that not the craziest thing? But Yeah, let's yeah. funny, funny Brits, James Corden and Rebel Wilson, just drag these poor well, it's, individuals. It's, that it's that hard, sucks.
0: right? It's hard, right? Because the VFX did suck. They were very bad. But yeah. it's because that it's not avatar like it's because that medium was not designed to carry this type of movie exactly it's not their fault yes it sucks but it's not because they're bad vfx artists it's because that's an impossible task that's 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 insane to try and do uh hooper's uh it's hooper right or hopper hooper tom i think it's hooper hooper uh hooper's uh camera hey guys hey guys what more like pooper oh god got him so, Hooper's camera work, and I'm going to keep talking about Les Mis because that's far more applicable than King's speeches to this and perhaps less offensive. Sure. Um, like, absolutely. His camera work dynamic, like the dynamics of his camera work to go around what we know uh, originally was a set. I mean, a movie beforehand, but a set, right? To be able to go around and just kind of show us. Paris, uh, just like if he had just done that, like, I think they would have saved money and made more yes. if they had just done costuming, <laughs> right? No one is going to disrespect that. There is no one at the end of a, a, a Taylor Swift, Jason Derulo, Idris Elba, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen movie that you got them in a cast, but they're in costume to say, well, they should have tried CGI. I think that would have made it better. It should have been CG cats. Yeah. Why should on have been earth an would we do that? Movie. Now, okay, you bring up an excellent point, something I'd love to spend a little time on, and that is specifically Taylor Swift and Jason Derulo, between which I am torn. Who is the more left field option, and who hurt me worse emotionally, physically, and spiritually? I Answer think, the first
1: question is Derulo. Answer to the second question is Taylor.
0: Okay. Opposite. Okay. I think I'm opposite. Yeah, I, I really, really do. So the first so question tell me, is the harder so tell question.
1: Me, tell me why Derulo belongs in this movie. Because it's that not that Derulo is, he belongs is, in
0: this movie. It's that Taylor Swift more doesn't. <laughs> so it's that his casting is more true to the character of that original, like of that character. Like having Derulo play Ramtam Tugler or whatever his name is, like is is more appropriate. I think the cat's name is is Tubby Bubby Bubbler. I believe is more appropriate than uh, what what I think honestly was the. You know, ticket grab of having Taylor Swift play such a small role. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think ta- Taylor Swift to me feels just the most like. Hey, why, why are you here? I'll tell you why. The
1: song that Victoria sings to Jennifer Hudson uh-huh. was written by Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber for the movie. Okay. Uh, okay. And Taylor Swift is, like,
0: her whole thing is that she has her cats that she loves. Fine. Look, I, I, want, I want to be very clear. I'm going to get out ahead of all the rumors that I hear are already circulating. I like Taylor Swift. She's fine. I like her music. She's fine. Same. Same. Taylor Swift's, like, sexy dance moves just come across, across like... Um, a newborn wild animal trying to walk for the first time. Sure, I have a question for
1: you. Is that her dancing or is that an animator piloting her meat mech?
0: Dude, is there a difference at this point?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. Like, I have no idea. And that's a little bit of like, why did you cast a ballerina?
0: You could have CG'd a ballerina. Right, right. You know, if you're going to CG everything. Let's go ahead and do that. No, Jason Derulo, on the other hand, is the one that I feel like has too much like Cool personality and vocal talent and it just like wasn't there,
1: you know? Jess Jess said that she really likes that song from the the actual show and that Darulo butchered it. The tubby bubby bubbler song? I think that's what it's called, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got to say, I, this this musical came out uh late 70s, I believe, or like very early 80s, 1981. Early 80s. Is there any way dude was not coked up out of his entire mind when he wrote this?
1: He was catnipped up, dude. At least respect the lore.
0: This 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 it's a fever dream. It's an absolute oceanic fever dream that I, I had have to wait fever through.
1: dreams and I would rather have those than watch this again. <laughs> 100%. But I will say I will say I think I would enjoy going to the stage production because mm-hmm. I would be amazed by the performances.
0: Are you talking about versus the like now that you have the movie to compare it against?
1: I think so. I think that would help me if I if I go see the production ever. I think that will help me go okay, what I'm supposed to pay attention to is literally everything the movie didn't do. Sure.
0: I'm okay if I have my mind changed, um, but I have quite literally zero interest. I've been hurt, if, if I've been I hurt had, too much. If I had four tickets and I was like, hey guys, on me. Yeah, I would go. I would go. Okay.
1: Guys, I just read this. Substantial work on the VFX for Cats was performed at MPC Vancouver, which had previously worked on redoing the visual effects for Sonic the Hedgehog. These poor VFX designers. They just keep oh, getting no. slapped with the, they hey, fix our yanked mistake. around.
0: Good grief. Yowza. Yowza. Listen, VFX
1: team from NPC Vancouver, if you're somehow Ew. a patron of our podcast, you can do whatever kind of VFX work to us you want to do.
0: It seems like at least with Sonic, they got it right and maybe were <laughs> not um, given like weird deadlines to ruin their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, I was going to just talk a bit about Ian McKellen. And I don't know if y'all noticed. So oh, we had a moment. Me so
1: sad. We so had sad. we had a
0: moment that was blatant in The Martian. Right. We have Sean Bean Sanban mm. basically mm-hmm. telling people what the Council of Elrond is. Right. As yes. we're talking about what we're Pretty going funny. to do to save. Okay, our man on Mars, uh, which is a total pull of Lord of the Rings. I don't know if y'all caught the same thing that happened in this movie with Ian McKellen. Did y'all catch the Lord of the Rings reference there? No. It seemed even more blatant and Jordan is smiling as if he feels like this is a bit and perhaps I do feel like it's a bit (laughs) but when he's on the barge and he sees their captor and they decide to fight back when he picks up his staff and pushes to the plank growl tiger and says growl tiger your calls will not avail. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and then he and then he just kicks him into the river Thames. i got yeah good, yes. i got what they call the goose bumps because i was like how is Not nobody else they're called cat bumps now they're called I cat, cat bumps. bumps dude i got did you i was did just you, like wow did you catch and then he the actual he smote his lord of the ruin of the rings on the mountainside what <laughs> uh no did you catch the actual lord of the rings reference no i didn't um, remember how sad we read he was while he filmed the hobbit yeah that's mm-hmm. just how sad he was here and it was a <laughs> reference to how sad Ian McKellen is when he accidentally ends up in terrible movies Do you want to know how sad I was for Ian McKellen I had a deep dark re- realization that this is a very old individual that is incredibly mm-hmm. respected for many things and, and some of those mm-hmm. are not the Hobbit even though he killed it as Gandalf in the Hobbit yes. was by far the best part uh, it's also this, y'all. There is not another credit to his name right now on IMDb outside of this one. This is his most Ugh. recent, and everything in my in my life and in my movie world does not want this to be the last thing that Goodness Ian Kellen is he ever go in out like on this. the big screen. No, I'm at this point. I'm like, somebody write Cimmerillion. or like, like let's yes. just, yeah. please put him back in in his gown and let's just move on. Let's remake Sorcerer's Stone and have him play Dumbledore. At least give me something. I'll tell you, Let's, let's go ahead and push the go button on that uh, Amazon series and let him narrate the opening. Yeah. As Gandalf. That's all I need. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's all I need. Yeah, that'd be real good. Because we just need, I don't even necessarily need him to go out as Gandalf. I'd love him to. I don't need him to go out as Gandalf. I just need him to not go out as uh, Ricky Tiki Tavi or whatever the name of his Guys, cat was. what this has this Noah.
1: movie done to us that we're spending podcast time talking about the death of a beloved actor who we all love so much? And that's better than talking about this movie. It's Because we don't it, want this to be
0: it. In the same way that I don't want Ian McKellen's final credit to be cats, I don't want our cats episode to be solely about cats. Oh, I mean,
1: (laughs) I'll super pump. I haven't done that yet. Oh, yeah. I would love that. My super pump, it comes right at the end and it's the credits when the movie's over. (laughs) There is literally not a thing I liked about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What
0: about the railway cat? You didn't like that part? Hey, (laughs) no. Huh, Do you name okay. other parts of this movie. Ask me if I liked them. <laughs> CG. No, didn't like it. No, stop. CG tap dancing. Has there ever been something less interesting than CG tap dancing? That's what no. I thought. It's just like, I don't care if it was their actual feat. I have no reason to believe that. The funny thing is like when this trailer dropped, the reactions we have currently after seeing the movie are the exact same reactions people were having before seeing it. And to yet the trailer. it was still made. Yes. This, this came up out at the Golden Raspberry Awards, by yes, the way. Yes, it, oh, uh, it came. It uh, came out. The trailer came out around the same time as It Chapter Two, right? And so mm-hmm. they were they were doing, I think, uh, the It trailer sound to the actual trailer of Cats, and it was scarier <laughs> yep. to some people. Like, um, yeah, it just wasn't. I think wow. something worth talking about now, so that we don't have to talk about how awful Cats is, even though that is the root of all of this. Um, is I really started to dissect the relationship between Broadway and movies, and it yeah. feels like the far more successful way to go is to go from movie idea to Broadway idea. Yes, there it, are far more like hits Frozen going Shrek, movie to Broadway. Help me out, Aladdin, I guess, Lion King, Lion King, Lion King, okay, uh, any of the Disney Legally Blonde, yeah. the musical is great. Waitress was a movie first, and heard. then it became a musical. Mean Girls. Like, Mean Girls, yeah, okay. It is, it is far better to go that way. Wicked, uh, the success rate is certainly higher. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, I don't think, like, I hope that there is not a dear Evan Hansen movie unless it's been planned. Well, yeah. Like, I, I
1: filmed like
0: if it's like the Hamilton's stage gonna be I'm it, fine yeah. with it but I, that's it, not what it, I call it right like it's it's weird to call about sure. Hamilton the movie no it's not right it's like saying right. the Super Bowl is football the movie it's like no it's just a more highly produced <laughs> version of that's filming actually a football. Am, exactly I'm, what I think I'd like to I'm call the Super Bowl only from gonna now on. call it that from now on
1: <laughs> you guys gonna go see Super B- football the movie this weekend? <laughs> are you guys watching the football movie this year <laughs> What I kind of that snacks I'm, do you want me to bring over to the football movie?
0: <laughs> As the singular sports guy on this podcast, I hate that I've been the one to, I I've been the one to create this. the Who's football, in the football movie. movie
1: this year? Shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you at least say that it's a good metaphor? Give me that. Oh, it's, a, after great, the, it's oh, after no, the, a great metaphor. After the pizza statue, I felt for some reason I had to put something out there that was worth... I'm pizza now that we've talked about a pizza statue, I, I by I live the way. in that state constantly. That is so true. 100% Nothing truer than that. Um, just to show you that we know more than just what bad is, we actually researched these movies, dear listener. Like, did y'all see the Judy Dench stuff? It's pretty fascinating. No. So, so Judy Dench. Was, yeah. Yeah. In 1981 was going to oh, be. I with, did see this. Yes. Yeah. One of the original cast members of the Broadway musical Cats. And either by injury or some other means, she was replaced. And so Wasn't this she going was kind of like a, I think so maybe it definitely wouldn't have been I Old Deuteronomy because Deuteronomy is this is uh, Deuteronomy like you don't even get to do the f- things so Denis Villeneuve uh, is about to have a main character in Dune be a female instead of a male which is fantastic because he said there are far too many male leads in Dune like we need to have more female representation here uh, and that's brilliant and so but it's it almost feels like. Uh, Katz was trying to do something like that by having Old Deuteronomy be played by uh, Judy Dench because he's that's usually a guy, but this movie was so bad, all those things are lost. Like they are completely lost in this. Yeah, because no nobody gets given. to talk about that. That's not even any kind of silver lining uh, for for any kind of like. And they took really big names, especially like the swan song, as morbid as that sounds. Kind of actors of like. I mean, Ian McKellen, yes. McKellen and Judy Dench are such a big deal, and they like oh, this could be one, sure. their, be one of their will be one of We lives. haven't even talked about yeah. the crime because of I'm wasting sa- Idris Elba because I'm too sad about that. I I just Poor finished Idris Elba. I just finished Luther. Uh, I'm watching The Wire. Uh, I uh, love Hobbs and Shaw. Gotta watch Dark Tower soon. Da- yeah, well, that's probably not very good either. Um, but yeah, the. What is he doing? And he doesn't even really sing in this, does he? He doesn't no. do anything in this. No, he is Cat Satan who takes people. them to the hell barge. On the count of three, I want the two of you. We're going to go in mini Monday mode. I need you to uh, work together. At uh, No, no, no. So simultaneously, on the count of three, I want you to tell me what he says every time he makes himself or someone else disappear. Just recount it to me. He says it maybe eight to 10 times. And the dust comes out. And he disappears and somebody else disappears. You ready? We'll say this together. Pronounce it as one. One, two, three. Meow. Meow. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't God, know. i are totally doing the Christian. I, I don't either. Because he I couldn't says, understand uh, what he was saying. I thought it I genuinely thought it was meow at one point. Because he he did. <laughs> actually, he did go meow. Yeah, on the he barge teleported
1: and it was bananas. I know.
0: His it's like instead of throwing the puff like smoke bomb like a ninja does, he just says meow and then disappears. <laughs> <sighs> and the fact that like they're chanting, they're like cultist chanting is this meowing kind of thing. That was actually scary. I was I was talking to the to the guys before the podcast started, but when the moon came out the actual moon, yes. not, the, not, the, not the Swift moon. Not the Taylor Swift when moon. When the actual moon came out and their their tails and backs were simultaneously doing strange things, it was just kind of like the, the parts that s- made me feel uncomfortable in a well-made way in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? I'm like, this is not right. Like, yeah. you need to get out, Brad like, Pitt. Run. I didn't like how their tails moved on their own. Because here's what else happens, Jordan, and I'm uh, talking to you about this because we're t- we, we did spend a lot of time on the Jennifer Hudson moment. Uh, mm. What else happens is we get to take her vocals more seriously when they decide, you know what, let's not have her ears interact to the words she's saying. What is the point of that? That is so incredibly distracting. If she was just in costume, we don't have to worry about if her ears are reacting yes. uh, sure. the same yeah. way that a cat's would if it hits that high note.
1: Here, this is a low blow. You know what they should have done? Taken the budget for this movie and said we're going to put on a one night only stage performance with these huge names. It's going to be on PBS or something like that.
0: Like they did with and The Sound then, of Music and Carrie Underwood.
1: Exactly, and then we're going to donate all the money from that to a charity. That's a low blow. I recognize it's a low blow because I could say that about any movie, and people would have to be like, "Yeah, I agree. Charity should have this money and not the actors and the director."
0: <laughs> I mean, just, a great they point. just did the wrong thing. Look. Speaking of doing the wrong thing, we don't want to do the wrong thing, and we want to make sure that we end this right. And the only way to end this is by rating this movie using science, which, of course- Wait, we've only talked about half of the movie. I'm kidding. Stop it. (laughs) I don't even think- uh, Hey, real talk.
1: If you're a patron, raise your hand if you've heard our scientific cinema scale before. That's everybody. I don't think we need to say all of them. I think we probably all have the same rating, do we not? That seems
0: presumptuous, disgusting, and correct. I don't know. I think it's worth hearing the uh, the whole thing, to be honest. Okay, okay. If okay. that is your parameters here. Well, the Scientific Cinema Scale, uh, dear listener. Sing it. Sing patron, it to the
1: tune of any, <sighs> even one song from this movie.
0: As you know, uh, of course, it goes a little something <clears throat> like this. I don't remember anything but memory, and that's going to be really hard. <laughs> you promised. You promised you would. I think you volunteered me. I was just going to make cat puns the whole
1: time, guys. Oh, you do your thing. Your thing's do better. Do your thing, dude.
0: I was going to say, the best thing I can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy that meowster. Ooh, that's good. Why is it not buy that
1: purster? Oh, well, because I'm in charge of this part and you're not. Too. Okay, okay. What's the next best thing? Buy
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is going to be cat rent it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Uh, Followed by uh, Scratching post Stream it And then Forget it (laughs) Yeah Fur Like uh fur But last Last but not least Or last and least It's hard to do the Scale this way The worst thing we could ever say About a movie Cat Satan has forsaken Deuteronomy, us. has not chosen us to be remade. For Deuteronomy, has not chosen us to be. Remade. God I so I was uh, I'll go exactly first. Almost. Thank you for going through the whole scientific cinema skill. Yeah, it's a God of course. has forsaken us for me. Uh, um, it Interesting. is, yeah, it, um, it's different, right? Like, it's, <laughs> it's just like, uh, it's different. Yeah, that's right, I, it is. <laughs> I, uh, because I know even if I tried to will forget it into my mind to actually literally forget the movie, um, that can't happen because I have been forsaken. It is far too much of a, um, you know, Mistopheles couldn't pull out of his hat anything for me to think that this was, uh, good.
1: God hath forsaken me personally on this one.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, God hath forsaken us. Um, I hate, I hate this. I hate that it exists. I hate that I'm people curious. paid money to see it. I hate that I paid money to see it. Yeah, I paid 6 bucks for this. It feels like a it feels like betraying everything I love that I contributed to this movie having money.
1: I while I was watching it last night, I did have the memory of you saying that <laughs> Jupiter Ascending is your least favorite movie you've ever watched. This was worse. Where do we stand vis-a-vis Jupiter Ascending right now?
0: This was worse. This was correct. Good answer. Now. Okay. I say all of this and how much I hate it, uh, would definitely watch again in the right context to laugh at it with, uh, the right group of people. I think. No. Still hate it. I don't think I would either. That's what Jupiter ascending is for me, Jordan. So it's good that we get to see the litmus test. Like, what is what for you? Like yeah. that's Jupiter ascending for me, far more than this is. There were more laugh out loud moments in this to me than Jupiter ascending. Okay,
1: this made me angrier than Jupiter ascending. That's did, fair. Though.
0: That's certainly fair. It's a spectrum, right? You give, you give, and you get. It's the yin and the yang, the push and the pull.
1: The Mongo Jerry and Rumple teaser. Mm-hmm. Nice
0: guys. Are those their this? names? I think so. I don't know. It? I think I got yeah. it. This is the sixth movie that the three of us have collectively been forsook. Wow. Can you think of the other five?
1: It's one of the Twilights. I think it's it's probably Twilight 4 or 5, Twilight 5,
0: the last one. No, it's 3, Twilight, uh, Eclipse, the one that was, yeah. That's the birth one, right? Maybe not. I have no idea. I think the first Breaking Dawn is the birth one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea
1: what happens in Eclipse.
0: Uh, Eclipse is the God has forsaken, so maybe that's a good thing we don't remember it. There's four more outside of cats. Can we just take some shots or do you want me to read them to you? I'd love to just
1: read them. Is Tokyo Drift one?
0: No, Too Fast, Too Furious is because... You and I both said forget it on that one. Uh, Battle of the Five Armies was a God has oh, forsaken yeah. us. Boy, that this is This Guys, sucks. this is our second Ian McKellen movie to be a... a all three of us, God forsaken. One has of the forsaken. most venerated actors of stage and screen has been forsaken twice by us three. In the Two Chunks lore, he holds... In Two Chunks history, he holds this with one other person to be in two movies that we have completely forsook. And that is Run the Tide Star... Taylor Lot, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right to me. Hey, so yeah, that's y- that's them. You know what? Sometimes on this show, uh, we really do hate what's happening. And sometimes on this show, we really do love what's happening. And that's what makes it so exciting. You know what I mean? That's really where all the spice comes from.
1: Speaking of what's happening and things that we love, you may have noticed that none of us said that we're the hunk. And that's because you're the hunk. Our oh, beautiful yeah. patrons that we love so much.
0: Doge always forgets how to host the episode when we do Patreon episodes.
1: Listen, I'm I'm like one of those wind-up toys and the second you point me somewhere I'm gone. I got to have some <laughs> rails to kind of rein me in.
0: I'm off. I, I you can't find me. Hey,
1: I'm already reviewing Cats 2. I don't know what you guys are doing right now in this episode still.
0: Patrons, you're the people that we don't have to encourage to keep up with our stuff. You know what's coming down the pipeline. You know what's next. We love you. We're thankful for you. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. I guess we'll see you next time. Doji, do you want to close out the episode like you do so well? Yeah. To
1: end today's episode, I would love each of us to say, because uh, we're kind of, I think we're uncovering that this should never have been adapted to a feature length film, Uh huh. but it should have been adapted to something because some ideas are too powerful to remain on the stage. So to close today's episode, I want you to give me your name and give me the format that this should have been adapted to. I'm Doge, and I think cats would have been better as an anime.
0: Oh! You took mine, so I'm going to say the same thing. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, But it's called uh, Furball Z. Yes, excellent. And also you're Carter. Yeah, I'm Carter. Uh, And I'm Jordan, and uh, it's a diorama. (laughs)
1: Like a triptych, like three panels? No,
0: like uh, a shoebox with some cardboard or some like uh, (laughs) some construction paper and some string. And a kid made it and was like, this is what I think my cat does when I'm not home.
1: (laughs) And that kid was Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm -hmm. And they said, here, sir, here are all the stage awards that you get. And
0: also here's a bucket of cocaine. Go write a musical.